on last week's Irrevelations. Samson's just a good old-fashioned cuck. Bitches are like, how come you say you love me, but you didn't jump in front of the subway when I told you to? So the Philistines came up and burned her and her father with fire. I don't know what they would have called it, but in Tijuana, they call this a donkey show. What's your toughest pillar? The one that supports the roof? Well, there's a wall over there and I have this chair. No. Which is an accomplishment for that level of mass murder that he killed even more now when he took down the towers with the twin columns. <laughs> Before we turn to the word, I would like to say that I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. I was thinking, there's this whole cultural battle going on between people that think there can be more than two genders and the people that think there can't. Right? Oh, wow. We're it's, finally having this conversation. Well, it's very contentious, right? Right? Uh, Yes. It's it stupid that it's contentious though, because Is it? It is. Here's why. I think one group contentious. One group just wants to be called or be recognized as whatever they are. It only affects people that are close to them, basically. Sure. The other group wants to somehow fucking be involved in that and get angry about it. Um, I think we know which side No, listen, listen, let me finish. All right. I have a point. I'm getting to a point. Okay. My idea is to completely dissolve this. Now we're not gonna convince people that think that they're you know, non-gender conforming, sure. that they're not that, right? We're not going to convince them to change who they feel that they are. Okay. But what if we went to the, we'll say air quotes, conservative side, right? That has a problem with all this non-gender conforming stuff and sure. shared bathrooms, what have you. What if we went to them and said, guys, 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 one of the new genders makes you an extra man. <laughs> like you're extra vir- viral. Right. Okay. You're like a double guy. Okay. Think about it. Like and then that. you know I, what? I there's there's gay, straight. Gorilla. There's gay, straight, bi, asexual, sapiosexual, sure. or extra count. straight. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could brand this. Uh, there probably needs to be a, an extra straight because there's yeah. normal straight guys like you and me. I mean, maybe a little bit more in the bi territory. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, a good bit in the bi. <laughs> <laughs> But and then there's guys that are just like, oh, I saw two guys kissing. They just get angry, and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like, I'm extra straight. Like, I can't. Yeah, just but we be, just need to channel that. I just can't be content to live my life straight. I need to be extra straight. I need the world around me to be straight. I, I care yeah. what color T-shirts people wear, you yes. know. And if I see a guy wearing peach, I go, whoa! <laughs> you better change <laughs> it to a salmon shirt, you motherfucker. <laughs> Salmons are fish. Fishing is not gay. Yeah. Uh, Peach is not okay. I'm just saying we need to save those guys, though, from themselves, because otherwise they're all going to end up with a 12-year-old pool boy at a Hampton Inn 
you know, <laughs> FBI raid in their room. To me, it's like when when guys are trying that hard to seem like straight and family values, yeah. it's that they're just their hand is constantly on the knob trying to force it in that direction, and then finally yeah. it pops over, and then it goes straight to gay. Like it just. It, <laughs> It's the uh, it's the what is it the horseshoe theory? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <They're> so straight. <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a shower faucet where hot <laughs> and cold are right next to each other. And they're like, I just want it as hot as possible. Then it slips. They're like, oh, it's ice cold up in here. <laughs> I'm chilly suddenly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's. Oh my gosh! Someone just texted me a Babylon B tweet. No, everyone someone knows was trying to convince me they're funny. They're not funny. I mean, you know I, who's trying? It's Kyle, right? Yeah, he sucks. I don't yeah, care if the podcast. Just... <laughs> I don't care. He'll never listen to this podcast. But I'm so done with him uh, at his personal brand. But uh, yeah, of course he thinks the Babylon Bee is funny. It's this a, one actually is kind of funny. Give it to me. This man is such a fierce proponent of traditional marriage that he's participated in four of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They they don't they don't always miss. They don't always miss. Just usually. But like I saw one that was like. Um, Millions of Americans agree that they would be more for impeachment if they knew what Trump's supposed crimes actually were. Like, Ugh. like I guess the whole point is they're like, oh, uh, it's just that Donald Trump won the election without the Democrats' permission. Oh, yeah, it's, it's retarded. Deep state. Yeah, I, yeah, it seems like whatever. I, I get that you want to police the Babylon Bee, but I just I don't know. I do. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to police them the way China's policing Hong Kong. I just want to yeah. fucking. I'm the Batman of Christian Twitter, <laughs> just beating people, beating them up in the night. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, totally ineffectively. I'm completely so flaccid. For, for, for people here, it's not always the case, but we uh, Grant does the lion's share of our Twitter. I sometimes chime in every now and then. You mostly just critique me. Yeah, I mostly just get angry. I'm like, it'll just be like, because someone be like, hey guys, we gotta we gotta start banning Christian marriage. And it'll just be like, you have a tiny cock. And I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, or I'm do? like, yeah, your favorite ice cream is cum-filled toddler. Yeah, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Keep it high, I, Hey, I hit pretty good. I had, what, like 65 likes on that last tweet, dude. Oh, jeez. All right. That is going to my head. Turn it up. So, yeah. Brace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your wife couldn't handle all the renewed vigor. Yes, 65 yeah. tweets. Oh man. Uh, Her boyfriend only had to come over once this week. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, <cool. laughs> I love I love cuckology. But uh, the study of cucks. But um <clears throat> that's funny. I um I had an interesting weekend. Uh well we saw each other for the hunt, but then afterwards I hung out with um some friend from high school. People do that, I guess. But uh yeah. you know edit, right? Uh, but it was funny because we were talking and it just made me – it really was an interesting segue into this this area of the Bible we're about to get into. Okay. Where, uh, so she came from a European nation that was pretty secular. Yeah. And then she came – Hungry, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and is then, that okay to say on, on the show? I guess. It's fine. All right. Uh, there's an entire nation full of people. I'm sure she won't get too much. <laughs> They're going to find her now. <laughs> They're going to find her. They're going to get her. Uh, but when she came to this country for foreign exchange student, I, I don't know if it was that big of a deal, but I remember her talking about the fact that like her host family was like super religious. Well, I mean, that, yeah, if you get if you get foreign exchange to North Florida, that's just a fact of life. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know if you knew what you signed up for, but you go on a church now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. I guess she thought it was kind of like her parents were like, that's kind of interesting that we sent you over there to learn and you just seem to be getting uh, brainwashed. But anyway, um. The point was that we talked now. It's been like 15 fucking years or so. 
but uh, she was like confused about the podcast. She was like, "I don't understand. You guys like you're not Christian." I was like, "No, I'm. Uh, I wouldn't describe myself as that at all." She's like, "But you read the Bible." I was like, "That's the gimmick." So <laughs> we got a very niche market. That's what we provide. Yeah, it's it, it but, is narrow. Uh, we read the Bible so you don't have to. We we provide a service. Uh, exactly. But she was like, "Well, you know, I mean." I mean, the Bible's ultimately good, though, right? I mean, it's good. I was like, have you, you know, she's like, you should be Christian, though, right? I'm like, have you read the Bible? She's like, no, of course not. I was like, oh, buckle up. (laughs) I've been doing this for a year. Fucking get ready. Let me tell you about the rules about abortion. We're going to get into it right now. Oh, man. The the abortions are so good. And I wish, I wish that I had read this week's chapter ahead of time. I would have been so fucking ready. Oh, my God. Hey, by the way. Speaking of this cha- of this upcoming episode in these chapters, this is I'm gonna give a legitimate trigger warning. There's some brutal shit in here. This is this is this is the part that I might have alluded to earlier, where I was flipping through it, and then I just saw one verse, like it just caught my eye. Somehow I magically read one verse. I was like, "What the fuck did I just read?" Yeah, and this stuff is filthy. And horrible, and we're still going to make jokes about it. And if you don't like that, go yeah, away. It, uh, it, yeah. Come back next week. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, it's going to get pretty fucking metal. It's, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty fucking gross chapter. I, I think. I think this might be the most disturbing. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's weird. I was listening to. This. I think it is. I, no, you're right. I, it's pretty fucking disturbing. But um, yeah, I guess in the context or whatever the fuck. Um, but it was kind of funny. So uh, I don't know how it happened. Maybe it's how we classify our podcast on Spotify or whatever. But uh, I was going back and listening to uh, a couple episodes for quality control reasons or whatever. And uh, just making sure it all works out downstream. And it was like, ooh, suggested podcast since you like Revelations. Check this one out. And I popped onto another religious podcast that happened to be doing the exact same shit we were doing. It was uh, okay. the story of Samson. And it was so weird because one, it was only 17 minutes long for the entire story of Samson. So it's a very, they do way less commentary on us and certainly no jokes. But uh, that sounds horrible. It was crazy. Again, it always kind of confuses me the way people read the Bible and how they can read something so totally different from us. I guess if you come from the mindset that God is good and would never fuck up and that everything ultimately boils down to uh, obey God, God is great, obey. Well, yeah, we've talked about this before. I I can take any of these episodes and turn it on its head and make it sound at least somewhat biblical, you know, you know? yeah, positive. Yeah, or we'll whatever. probably talk make about a, make a a moral out of it. You we'll, know, uh, we'll we'll probably talk about. It, but like, yeah, he was like, we're gonna read the, the 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 story of Samson, a man who was born dedicated to God, but he did Ugh. not appreciate his vows. And let us wonder what good he would have done had he obeyed god i'm like well the whole fucking story you really don't understand it and the guy was like never did it the guy was like oh yeah uh samson uh married a philistine woman against god's wishes to marry within his tribe i'm like but the bible clearly states that he wanted to you didn't even read the own fucking shit you're reading god no one does the bible better than us yeah and this is a prime example but but thanks for plugging the the anti-miscegenation (laughs) <laughs> preacher whatever whatever there's an opportunity to talk about yeah. the uh the, the, mixing, the races. mixing races yeah that's what that's what god's about uh <clears throat> fuck this is a weird this is a weird episode um just get yeah. ready uh are we ready to get into I, it i think we should yeah let's because this is it's heavy i don't let's, let's fuck this like goof around hmm. okay so anyways if you hadn't caught on somehow 
already. This is the Revelations podcast. We're the uh, podcast that reads the Bible, so you don't gotta. This is episode fifty six. Should have looked that up. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna roll with it. Yeah, I'm we're gonna divorce that later if we fuck up. I have I've lost count. I don't even know anymore. Anyways, what's your stupid ass name? I'm Kodalewski. Uh Thank you, thank you. That's all I was waiting for. I don't really care what you think about what episode <laughs> it is. So wait, did you uh, say your name? I didn't even hear it. Yeah, I did. Because you try, you just talked over me. But the people heard. Because I'm gonna bump my audio up and turn yours down. All right, great. Uh, anyways, we're <laughs> opening up the book of Judges to chapter 17, where we left off. We just finished the death of Samson, mm-hmm. um, who died brutally and deservedly, I would say. And I think we we're deserved. gonna. I don't. I, I feel stupid. like trigger warning is the wrong word. Because I don't give a fuck if anyone's triggered, but I want you to know what you're getting into. I don't want you to shy away from it. That's like, a trigger warning. Yeah, but you should know it's going to be great. <laughs> like, it's more like a buckle up warning. This is a warning to buckle up. You were just basically like, I'm going to give you a trigger warning, but I'm going to sound more edgy about it. Is what you <laughs> <said>. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, Anyways. But this is I, 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 Judges 17, 18, and 19, which we're going to cover right now. Well, we better now. <laughs> We're definitely going to get 19. Okay. Um, apparently, these chapters serve as kind of a snapshot to how far Israel has fallen. Yeah, I'll have more commentary on that near the end, but sure. Okay, maybe maybe you have a, so uh, Judges starts with, and then Joshua died, and here's Israel, as, as good as they could be. You know, it's, it's the father pushing the kid on the bike down the hill and he's kind of got the balance and you're like, you're doing it. You're doing it. And then now we're at the yeah, part yeah, where yeah. the train's coming and, he's, and his foot is stuck on the tracks. The train. And it's a train with boxcars full of pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> Just reaching out. They're going to race the pieces. Hit, hit. <laughs> hey, spoiler alert. All right. So uh, let's get Anyways. into it. Judges 17. Uh, uh, mine titles this chapter Micah's Idol. Let's get to know Micah. So there's a guy. His name's Micah. He lives in Ephraim. I'm guessing that means he is uh, an Ephraimite. It doesn't really say. It, mine specifically says, oh, yeah, it says a man from the mountains of Ephraim. I guess that means he's an Ephraimite. Um, yeah. It, it's implied that he's a rich fucking dude. Well, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, think, I think the theme here is the actions of a wealthy man. But okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go to it. Um, so, so open up. The scene opens up. Fade, fade in, and it's this guy walking up to his mom, and he goes, "Hey, mom. Uh, yeah, you know that eleven hundred shekels of silver that were stolen from you, uh, that I heard you cussing about. Yeah, that was me. I took it. It's right here. It's fine. Yeah. So I don't get this scene already. It, it, it yeah. Seventeen uh, two. Uh, his mother had some fucking silver stolen from him, and Micah comes to her and be like, remember that money you were like all freaking the fuck out about, and it was stolen from you, and you're all crying about? Yeah. I got it back. Don't worry. But he didn't even say I took – he said I took it to begin with. He took it from Here her. is the silver with me. I took it? Yeah. Oh. So he was the thief. I assumed I it was that someone had stolen from her, and he took it back. No, it's like he took it for safekeeping or something. I don't know. 
Maybe like she's suffering from dementia and it was like a precautionary. Maybe move. it's like power of attorney. Now that you're, you're like, he's like, remember that money? She was like, I was going to spend it on this. Uh, I was going to spend it on the 700 club. He's like, no, no, no. I took it from you. She's like, a, ni- a nice Nigerian prince was asking for some money. He's like, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I, 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 I took Moses's it. That's father. I put it in some fucking mutual funds. <laughs> Here you go. I got it back. You're fine now. Yeah, but here's the crazy thing. He does let her spend it on the 700 club. So it doesn't really work. <laughs> so I, 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 my interpretation of it was and if Google's not going to conflict with me my interpretation of it was that she had some money taken from her probably during the raids that the Manassans did upon them because this is post Jephthah and post Gideon so yeah true post Jephthah uh, to me it doesn't read that way they'd already had an internal civil war so who the fuck knows but uh, the way I interpret it was is that some silver was stolen from Micah's mother Micah stole it back and now he's like, look, I'm giving you the gold because his mother is totally pumped about it. It's not like she's angry, you know. Uh, she's like, may you be blessed by the Lord, my son. Yeah, it does say in my concordance, my KJV concordance, that it re- returning stolen stuff. But you'd think that they could have just said it was stolen if they wanted me to think that. So hmm. I don't. I hate it. They really weren't thinking of As you. Usual. This whole Bible is really not thinking of you, to be honest. Um, <laughs> so anyways, he gives her back the 1,100 shekels, which curiously is the exact amount of of silver that was given to uh, Delilah um, to Delilah to turn to trade be a trader to Samson. So yeah, it's a weird. weird. It's, a it's weird. exactly twenty eight pounds of silver. Um, uh, hold so on, I, I want to take a brief aside to talk about numerology real quick. Is that oh, I was uh, watching the Internet Historians on YouTube talking about okay. Harold Camper's end of days bullshit. Sure. And uh, it was kind of funny because the, the whole base is he's like, I guarantee that the end of days is the, the, the part of the stuff I was like, the end of days is April 11th. And I was like, oh, my God, it's April 11th, April or April 21st. And then April 21st came and went. And he's like, oh, I fucked up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And he goes back to the Bible. He's like, hold on. I see that there was a part where Jesus was talking about 153 fish. So at 153 days. To April twenty first, oh, October eleventh. Everybody, that's what they, like it was, it was the dumbest shit ever. But it, it just made me think of like every time we see a number, every time I'm like, ooh, eleven hundred shekels. What could it mean? Oh, it means some the end idiot, of days. Probably somebody some, had already tried to do some, that. Some sure. idiot was like, oh yeah. It's, so I, I, I sometimes I wonder if wondering. Uh, I'm picturing about these numbers actually will ever lead to anything. Is it all meaningless? Is it all stupid? Probably. I'm picturing uh, some really crazy looking and red type Appalachian guy. From like a cult, okay. standing in the papacy, right? He's in, he's in the Vatican, <laughs> right? And he's got like a he's got like a, a handful of shekels, right? right. Like twenty eight pounds worth of shekels, okay. And he's like about to like grab a cross and replace it with the silver. <laughs> <laughs> he's like it's eleven hundred shekels. That's exactly. <laughs> it's the exact weight. National anyways, treasure style. That's fine. I don't know if that works. Um, uh, so anyway, his mother's he like, gets oh, the silver back to her. Yeah, his mother's like, oh, great. You have all those shekels. Perfect. I've been meaning to make idols. You know how the Bible, uh, or you know how there's a whole fucking uh, commandment against this? I thought it'd be cool. Yeah. So let's build some idols. That does sound fun, though. Arts and crafts with mom, you know? Yeah, a little body and expense. Yeah, with silver. Mm-hmm. So he gives it to her. But she takes 200 of it, right? So all but 900, and gives it to a silversmith, which apparently they're just, those guys are just hanging out. Sure. That's a very specific job. Does he, do you think he works with other metals? Are you confused at the existence of silversmiths? Probably at this time, I just feel like, wouldn't he be just a a metalsmith? I mean, how much working with gold and silver has been happening at this point? The division of labor. 
okay, division of labor right. didn't happen till later. You because, really think that, huh? Well, yeah. I play the uh, There's an entire priesthood. There's an entire priesthood who has to wear specific clothing made by silversmiths, and you're confused by the existence it's of silver. It's not silver. That's like gold, isn't it? Oh, my God. Anyways, she finds us silver. Do we'll you just read say the Bible a... so that others don't have to? <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. So she goes to the silversmith, gives him 200 of the shekels, right? Right. And, uh, and has him make an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, so he they put it in Micah's house. He makes uh, he has a shrine. Micah has a shrine and also an ephod, which, if you remember, is the priestly garment that Cole here was just referring to. Um, it's cool, I guess. It's like a bunch of little. It's like plate armor, kind of looking. It's it's a holy plate, robe. But, it, it'd be like yeah. the frock of a priest in the Catholic Church or something. Like, it, it, but it's silver. It's, it has it's all like silver on it, like plates of silver all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's got a lot of bullshit. We we would have to go back to uh, I think Leviticus to really. And we're not doing it. that. Yeah, we're not going to do that shit. But uh, like, it's not just. It's like silver plates. It's chains. They've got like stones on it. They've got yeah. Like, there's like one for stone for each tribe. tribe. Shit. It's a whole goofy bullshit thing. But, it's uh, dumb. But anyway, but it's it's what they wear to identify themselves as priests. Um, and then he consecrated one of his sons to become his priest. Uh, yeah, because someone's got to wear the ephod. So, so I think thus far, seventeen uh, Judges seventeen, the story of Micah, is the story of a rich man who decides he's going to build a church in his own home and staff yeah, it with his that. own priests and make it with some makeshift ephods and shit. He's basically like a frontiersman, right? He's out in the hill country. Sure, they don't got no church around here. You know, you got to be your own guy. <laughs> is that you is that you a take cowboy it? church? He's like, uh, I, I I took it as like uh, some kind of uh, was it Henry the Eighth, the one that created the Church of England type yeah, deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, you know, but fuck it. Do- I think he's doing it out of necessity because, I- sure enough, what happens next? A, a, a Levite's passing by, right? Someone of the priest class, and he's like, "Hey, come be my priest." So it's kind of like he was just, he didn't have a priest, so he made his son one. You know, <sighs> it seems more of necessity than of trying to break away i'm gonna tell everyone on the planet right now you don't need a church he was just fine he just had a house you know he was cooking and shit. yeah you know, he didn't really but need but what if he didn't you know you're up in the hills you can't just be going down to jerusalem and to me you it's wouldn't like be able to worship uh, to, to me it's like you, you you create your own sheriff you know yeah or your own laws makers you know like oh don't worry i have enough money oh we don't really have a church the the, the, the there's not enough uh authority for the church to come uh, uh represent over here we don't have our own levi yet don't worry i'll just pay for my own it's kind of like some saudi principle shit you know they're like oh we don't have a watering spring here we don't have islands we'll just make some islands we have this no, now we we have what it's they like, have you know it's I like the bank of judah no it's like the bank in uh colorado that's not federal and they don't have the FDIC because they do business with, like, marijuana companies. Sure. And so they just have their own – they insure themselves and they have, like, a full-on, like, minor army. It's like that. <laughs> it's dope. I guess that is pretty dope. It's like one of those mafia banks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Men uh, going their own way. Yeah, sure, again. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Either way, the point is, is uh, Micah, this rich fuck, builds his own church, makes his own idols. I think we should also say that these aren't idols to God. These are – his own gods. household gods, house yeah, gods, but they're fine as long as they're not above God. Remember, no, no gods above. Yeah, it's me. up there, but we also have a specific rule against idols. I mean, we can argue about the the ethics of all this, but oddly enough, the Bible really doesn't. I think this might just be. I think the reader at yeah, the he time was supposed to be like <gasps> idols. We know what the fuck that means. You know, it, it doesn't I don't really. Think so. It doesn't. It doesn't like ham fist to be like. And obviously, he made idols, which is some fucked up shit, bro. 
But he doesn't get punished. Um, we'll get to that. Right. I think he does. Okay, sure. So it's anyways, a weird story. Yeah. As I was saying, there's a young Levite just walking around, right? Lost priest. A circuit-riding preacher, a they would have priest. called it in the Old West. Yeah. Uh, so he's riding around with like his Winchester lever-action repeater and uh, on a horse with no name. Great. And Micah sees him. And he's like, hey, 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 come live with me and be my father and priest. Now, I looked up this word that they use for father here. Okay. It can technically mean like a ruler or it can just mean a position of honor or like a, a, a title of respect. But every single usage of this word father up to this point in Judges has literally meant dad. <laughs> I so wonder if that's I'm, what he means. He's like, he's like, I want you to be my father. And he's like, I just got to like work the grill and yell at you and <laughs> he's like, tell you how disappointed You have to spank me, daddy. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Step on me, daddy. Uh, I'm assuming it's that kind of relationship. You know? Yeah. Because it's a young priest, right? This guy's younger than Micah, as far as I can tell. Yeah, it's a young man from Bethlehem. Uh, this is going to come up later. Um, yeah, when Jesus is born there? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, apparently, uh, because of the prominence of Bethlehem, this is my concordance talking, because of the prominence of Bethlehem in these stories, together they have been referred to as the Bethlehem Trilogy. So uh, 17, 18, 19, the chapters we're covering now, are called the Bethlehem Trilogy. The worst trilogy of all time. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, but anyway, I'd rather so, watch the prequels. So we've got a rogue priest just wandering the woods. He's like, "Hey, man, listen, would you come live in my house and be a priest for these random gods I just made last weekend?" And, and the, the priest like, obviously says, "Hell yeah, brother." Well, it's kind of interesting. Um, so he's like, "Hey, where are you from?" He's like, the, "the The guy's like, I'm a Levite from Bethlehem in Judah. I'm on my way to find a place to stay." He's like, "Dude, come stay with me." I will give you a salary of 10 shekels of silver per year, a full suit of clothes, and I'll feed and water you, your, your entire sustenance. And the Levite's like, the oh, fuck? Yeah, it sounds like a sweet deal. I'm a priest for hire now. Merc priest. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I mean, that is cool. But also it says here that Micah, now that he has a legitimate Levite as his priest instead of his, like, dumb kid – Probably the shittiest son, the one that didn't like have anything going for him. Right. That he's like, we need to give you something to do. Anyways, now that he says, now I know the Lord will be good to me since this Levite has become my priest. So it's like, yeah, we're official now. I got the Pope's blessing, right? Yeah, it it, it feels like it feels like this guy all he ever wanted was a like Shelby Cobra, but he couldn't afford like a real one. So he's like, well, I got the kit car and I yeah. got the wheels. I got those online. I got it on my Amazon. And then he's this like, this is like. <laughs> This is like the first uh, – this is like for a new billionaire. This is like their first ride on the Lolita Express. <laughs> like, I made it. This is legit now. He's like, he's like, I normally would – I wish I could get on the Epstein's real Lolita Express. Instead, no, I just, instead, I just paid some Romanian girls to suck up my feet. And they're like, well, that's <laughs> – I mean, you've kind of made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yet, though. You definitely did commit sex crimes. Yeah, you're definitely uh, in the ballpark, but it's not the real trafficker. It's not the real Elite Express. You're yeah, not yeah, going to get yeah. the kind of respect. You're not going to get. You're not going to get to hang out with the Clintons. Yeah, you're not going to get to hang out with the Prince Andrew and shit. You know, like you're there in spirit, but you're just not yeah. going to get the kind of. I, I, I thought it was like when Drake thinks he's like part of the NBA because he paid for like the he put two million towards the Toronto Raptors. He's like, I'm here, I'm on the store. Oh, come on, guys! He's like massaging the coach. Like, you don't belong here, sir. And I think he's a pedophile, too, so that's cool. Yeah. All right, so that is Chapter 17. Um, so we've set the scene, right? So Micah, he's got some money. His mom takes it to the silversmith, makes some shit, some idols, and the ephod. 
Levi comes along. Now he's got a priest. He's got his whole little setup now, right? Um, it's a, it's his a own bootleg little church. Temple. Yeah. Bootleg temple, yeah. And they're making prayer shine. Right. <laughs> okay, so chapter 18. Um, there's one verse. I don't think we ever covered it, but it, it oh says briefly, uh, 17.6. You always wait until I go on. <laughs> you, have, you always have one in your pocket. Fuck you. Uh, in those Say days, it. there was no king in Israel. Everyone Ooh, did was what good. was right in his own eyes. So it's kind of a little a little aside that I think is going to come up later that part of the reason that all this evil is allowed to proliferate is that there was nobody to like stop him. No king, no no rulers, no 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 ham-fisted tyrant to put an end to this shit. You're right because in fact, chapter 18 verse 1, the next verse, in those days Israel had no kings. So yeah, we're going to see this yet again in 19. I'll go ahead and tell you. And uh, that is something that Google touches on. Whoever wrote this is trying to attribute everything bad that happens here to the fact that there wasn't a king. Yeah, it's like, we can it's basically like oh no, someone's attacking the Kurds. If only there was some kind of treaty. If only they would just leave. Well, no, this is more like whenever, uh, like this guy being like, oh, well, this is why we need a king. This is why we need a king. Or like the people that are like, oh, Trump should get a third term because there was so much, you know, the, the liberal media was messing with him too much uh, this, yeah. this term. That's yep. the idea. So, uh, <laughs> Judges 18. Um, no king. Uh, everyone's just doing whatever the fuck they want. Uh, and the tribe of Danites were seeking an inheritance for themselves to dwell in because they had not been able to find an inheritance. Um, this might seem a little bit confusing. I had to do some research on this. So, at the end of Joshua, when they were divvying up all the land and inheritance, uh, Dan was the last one to get their inheritance. And they were given the land like to the very far west on the banks, kind of between Benjamin and Ephraim. Yeah. And you don't just get – just because Joshua says this is your part doesn't mean you just have it. But you still got to work for at it. At the you end of Joshua, they did take some cities and slay some people and take the land. But we kind of sure. passed over it. But in the very beginning of Judges – I've got the verse right here. Oh, fuck. I'm glad you looked this stuff up because I knew that I needed to, but couldn't be bothered. <laughs> it's Judges 134. Um, God, there's that's definitely a Bible verse. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a it thing. checks out. Um, the Amorites forced the children of Dan into the mountains, for they would not allow them to come down to the valley. And the Amorites <laughs> were determined to dwell there. Which, yeah, so take that. <laughs> Honestly, this sounds like the story of our Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the point is, is that Dan's all butthurt. They had an inheritance, but the people that were living there, they just ain't got the balls to kick him out. So they didn't pray hard enough. Instead of just taking the land that they were promised and just nutting up and killing all those kids and women and men, you know, and everybody, and putting the sword like good boys, they're like, ooh, okay, the place where we were promised kind of sucks. It's filled with people. It's too hard to take. Let's look for some soft targets that we can overthrow yeah. instead. Let's look for an easy way out. Yeah, yeah. It's like whenever you get bullied, you get beat up at home, and so you beat up the little kids at school. Right. Your dad like, I can't you beat up. up my dad, but I can definitely kick the kid with muscular yeah. dystrophy's ass. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely knock this wheelchair kid over. Yeah. So, um, they're walking along trying to find out what they can take over. So they send out spies because that's that's the mo right now, right? You send right. out some spies to check out the land. They send five spies. That just happen to be their leading men, which to me sounds a little reckless, right? You send out Expendables. That's why they made that movie, The Expendables. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know why you spend, I don't know. Spies seem to hold men. a lot of weight. Like, there were the spies that checked out Kane and those 12 men that all fucked it up. 
Yeah, Joshua was one Joshua, of them. Joshua, so. Caleb, them all. Those, those, are, those are the leaders of the tribes. And then they came I'm back. Just, I mean, they hold I a lot get of weight. They, They're scouts. I get that. Right. But I'm saying if I'm in charge, right. I'm going to rest at the place, let them go out, give me the report. Then I make the decisions because I got the brain. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, so they go out. They're exploring the land. They get into Ephraim because they're lost. I don't know why they're in Ephraim. Well, Ephraim's just north of them. Like Ephraim Whatever. would be the cool. first place they stopped on their way north, which is where they end up going. Welcome to Geography 101, the <sighs> podcast, everyone. Right. Ugh. You're boring everyone, Jesus including Christ. Me. So they are walking along, checking out Ephraim, and they, uh, they're they looking for a place to spend the night. They see Micah's house. They're like, oh, hey. They're walking along, and they hear Micah's priest talking. And for some reason, I guess this priest is famous-ish. Because they recognize his voice? Maybe they just knew him. I mean, it doesn't make sense because, well, I wonder, because this dude came from Judah. I mean, I'm extrapolating. It's not mentioned in the Bible. But the dude came from Judah, which is to the south. Dan is between Judah and Ephraim. So it's so, yeah, they possible had gone there when for, this guy for was going. A sermon. Yeah. It's possible when this dude was heading north, he might have hung out with them and they yeah. did some So for whatever reason, advice. they recognize this dude. Right. And they're like, "Hey, what's up, dude? What are you doing here? Like, why are you why are you up well, here in the front? Yeah, 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 yeah." And so he explains the story. Yeah, I got hired. I'm the priest now, and it's really cool. I love and- the idea that this is like a weird thing. Now, I he hired me, and I have become his priest. Like, there's an entire books, books and books in the Bible thus far about how yeah. priests are elected, selected, you know, from the tribe of yeah. Aaron or whatever. Blah 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 blah. blah. He's like, ah, no, I just. Uh, he signed a paycheck. It's like to me, it's like well, a security no, he guard. Is of the tr- he is correct that the guy was already a priest. It's just yeah. now he's the priest here. I'm getting some serious mall cop vibes from this guy. Like I'm thinking, oh, he's, yeah, like, for sure. he's like, oh yeah, I'm a priest for I. I got a badge and everything. Like, well, no, he's like a retired to- cop. He's like he's like you- a cop. He got fired from the force for shooting unarmed black kids. Uh huh. And so then the mall hired him. Yeah. He's like, I mean, they won't they're let like, me. We, we, that's the vibe we want. I mean, they won't let me carry a gun, but I still get to hit them. And they're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Shoot him with my taser. He's like 50% of all crimes. Like, stop. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. So glad that we have that on record. Um, the point is that these guys meet him. He's like, you know, hey, yeah, I got hired. I'm here. And they say, look, since we got a priest now. Uh, could you, could you like ask God whether or not this is going to work since you're a fucking fortune teller now, apparently? And the priest instantly, as far as I can tell, answers him. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I talked to God. You're good. I, I'm thinking it's like a mall cop ego trip. Like he couldn't cut it in the real church. And now they're just like, oh, Mr. Mr. Like he just walks around with the badge, just around town, you know, with Spinning the gun. His baton. He's like, like he sees two people arguing. He's like, we having some trouble here. All right. I need you to disperse. And they're like, who the fuck? <laughs> Is that a cop? Who's that guy? You know, like, I, I get the feeling they're like, hey, man, you know God. You tell us what he's like. I do know God. I, I went, um, I'm a priest. Yeah, let me oh, tell you God's what's cool. up. Yeah, let me tell you what's up. Yeah, I talked to him. You're good, bro. I talked to him. I know God's word. Uh, go in peace. The presence of the Lord be with you on your way, Judges 18.6. Hey, man, fake it till you make it and then keep faking it. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like that 18-year-old uh, uh, guy who pretended to be like a breast doctor he's like yeah let me check you for cancer <laughs> ah yeah give it up titties <laughs> sir you don't have a like i found some lumps those are my nipples yeah like mm, mm, what if i tweak them all right so anyway <laughs> cool 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 so the five guys now that they got god's blessing uh ostensibly they head to leish leish lash leish leish l-a-i-s-h 
Yeah, if you care. Uh, it's kind of interesting. So they go down to Laish, which is populated by the Sidonites, Sidonians. Sidonians, the Knights of Sidonia yeah. from the Muse song. Right. Uh, and I'm guessing this is north of Israel's territories. It was never previously given to them. These Sidonians, they're living there. Well, these are transplant Sidonians. Let's be clear. You right? think so? Because Sidonia is off a ways where all the Sidonianites, Sidonians live. These are like some other Sidonians because eventually it's going to mention. Well, we'll get there. I don't want to spoil it. But these these are like a. Uh, this is like uh, they're Americans, but they're on the Oregon Trail, right? Oh, because we already so we've already dealt with the Sidon. Uh, I think it was King Heshbon or King Og. I can never remember which one. I'll take your word but for it. But we've killed. I mean, the Jews have killed some Plenty Sidons. Yes. Yeah, so, Anyways, Sidonians. this is like. A small offshoot clan of them, because it's not all of them. But the uh, I, I want to take careful mention here. They saw the people were there and how they dwelt safely in the matter of the Sidonians, quiet and secure. Yes. At peace and secure. There were no rulers level. in the land who might put them to shame for anything. They were far from the Sidonians, and they had no ties with anyone. So to, to me, it's like when the first people showed up on like Easter Island, they're like, hey, guys, look at these birds. They're like, what's up with them? Like, they're not afraid of shit. You can just kick them. And they're like, oh, I'll throw rocks at these birds. You know, like they're like, yeah, like, this is awesome. I guess we can just beat them with rocks. But you see that it says they uh, they were far from the Sidonians. Right. So this is like would, an offshoot. I, I, I would yeah. consider it like a bunch of Amish, I guess, just kind of yeah. off doing their own thing. Sure. In Ohio. It's like if an Amish people showed up in like Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you were just you were just like, oh, this <laughs> like, is a too sinful sinful. They're place. too far from their real Amish, so we can abuse these. I ones. don't like these Cubans. Let's move west. And then you like you go out in the swamps, so and there's just a bunch of people like living there eating rats, and you're like, Oh, this is nice. <laughs> Dude, swamp Amish sounds like actually a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah. I, 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 they develop like a weird oh, I guess we might oh shit. I think those people exist. That's goddamn swamp people of Ocala. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Shit, they're going to come for us. Uh, but okay, yeah, sweet. So. so the Swamp Amish are living here, and Dan finds them. Yeah. And basically, the the um, the spies go back to uh, the other Danites, and they're like, the other Danites are like, okay, what did what, you find out? And they say, <laughs> I'm going to read this verbatim because it's really good. Uh, this is chapter 18, verse 9. They answered, come on, let's attack them. We've seen the land, and it's very good. Aren't you going to do something? Don't hesitate to go out there and take it over. When you'll get there, you'll find unsuspecting people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes, dude. Yeah. I, I love that Dan's like, dude, we checked it out. These guys aren't expecting a goddamn thing. Talk about a nation of fucking rubes, baby. We'll just go kill every last one of them. They ain't going to fucking do nothing. Yeah. So it's funny because in so many circumstances, they show these conquerors as like being up against forces that sort of preemptively strike and so this is the first one where it's like these guys are really just nice there's a bunch of guys sitting at their table eating brunch drinking orange <laughs> juice and they're just like guys i saw them they don't even have weapons <laughs> they're kids mentally handicapped they're slow you can fucking catch them easy it's no big deal like oh this is perfect the women plump with weak ankles they're gonna go down quick and you're like oh this is great yeah it's basically a Israeli conqueror's dream. <laughs> Fuck the land of milk and honey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is literally the milk of, land of milk and honey. But um, yeah, it's a funny, if you think about it. It is kind of funny because yeah, every time we've ever had like a conquest, quote unquote conquest, it was always like, and then the Jews were like, oh God, there's a hundred million thousand of them. They, they number as the sands and they're all tough men. But with God's strength, 
we're going to kick the shit out of these guys. And then now, this far down the line, things are bad. They're like, hey, guys, we found some dudes. It's a nation full of people with, like, club foots. They're like, yeah, that's perfect. That's... That's the kind of <laughs> that's, that's the kind of target I've been looking for. My kind of yeah, always punch down if you can when yeah. when possible. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, we found a bunch of people living quietly in peace and in harmony with the land. They're like, yeah, they're all just rubbing their hands. All right, this is gonna be fucking yeah. great. They're ready, so they get together six hundred men, six hundred Dan's. I'll probably all guys named Dan too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're armed for battle. They set out for the land to conquer it, and on their way they. Uh, they're, let's see what they go through uh, in Judah, and they get to the place near uh, Micah, south, finally, right? So they're marked, basically the five guys pass Micah, met him, go back, in get their 600 men, and now they're back in, in a frame near Micah. So the five guys, huh, now I know where that burger chain came from. Huh. The five spies, that'd be a fun name for a biblical yeah, finish i mean in and out already joke. has oh my god in and out already has like the biblical burger joint thing locked down do they but yeah they're super christian oh uh, i mean they're open on sundays so obviously they're going to hell but they're going to be in like a slightly cooler part of hell ah, Jesus Christ. Uh, so the five spies basically turn to all their 600 dudes and they're like hey by the way uh one of these houses over here has an ephod and some idols and a priest uh it's all the silver so you guys know what to do. <laughs> that's all they say. Literally, that's what it says. Now feel, you know what to do. I feel like if the Bible's telling us it's a lesson, it's like, you know, when you have like family over, but they're poor. And like Ooh, they're just yeah. like looking around like, oh my God, look at this PS4. You guys got so much. It's so nice in here. You don't lock the door, do you? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to be coming back to this way. So what's the passcode to the alarm? I just want to make sure I don't set it off when I'm like up at yeah, night. Yeah, you yeah, got to be yeah. careful. Is this real silverware? Silver? And you're like, yeah. You guys are awfully interested. They're just pulling up measuring tape and measuring your couch. You're like, what the fuck? What's all this? That's about? why I don't have any family. <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, um, so the, these uh, Danites uh, stayed with Micah. He showed them uh, mercy, allowed them to stay with him. They talked with He's the a priest, great guy. Really and they're like, you know, that guy that was really nice to us? He's got a lot of nice shit. Let's go fucking loot his ass. So they're on a mission to go loot a bunch, to murder wholesale an entire city or settlement or whatever. And they can't even be fucked to like, just go there and do it. They have to stop and take advantage of one of their own people just because he has nice stuff. Right. Uh, so they basically, they do it at least kindly. Can we right? use they the word thugs? Them. Oh, they're thugs. They're thugs. Yeah. They're thugs. They were asking for it. This is thug life. Again, total dance. <laughs> uh, so the 600 guys, they've got the, they've got the power of might. They go to the house of Micah and they're talking to Micah. Hey, bro, what's up? He's like, "Oh, guys, I see there's a lot of you and you're yeah. Why are all your men you're armed? Extremely well at armed gate. at this time of night. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're just gonna take this shit with us. And they enter his house and take all his shit, his carved images, his ephod, his household idols, the molded image. And while they're there, the priest is like, um, "What's all this shit?" And they're like, "Hey, bro, listen. Yeah, what are you, the priest says, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like you guys and they answer." They say, shut up, priest. Don't say anything. Just come with us. You can be our priest now. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mr. Steal Your Priest. They just, walk <laughs> they just walk in, push Mike around, and we're taking your TV. And he and his priest is just sitting there, like, in a bathrobe. Just, what's going on in here? Be like, you know who's got the biggest dick in town. She's like, sorry, Micah. And then he just runs off. <laughs> <laughs> so they got his priest now, which is 
Really, that's cold fucking blooded. That's fucking cold blooded, baby. They take his fucking <laughs> priest. Um, it's like I thought. Damn, bro. It's like if someone came in and stole my TV and my dog. Yeah, it's like, like it's like it's like you can have all the money in the world, but when some fucking ultra Chad walks into your house, he's gonna take oh, your yeah. girl. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's that's the that's the rules of the road. Priests right are there. fucking thought bitches. Thought. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> I'm not sure you're These priests thought. ain't loyal. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. They, aren't. Um, they are not loyal. Priests aren't loyal. That's something that's we're true. learning here. So the I mean, priest's heart was glad. He's like, oh, thank God I was so much bigger than this town. And they're like, yeah, you. who would you rather be? A priest for one fucking guy or a priest to a whole tribe and a family in Israel? And he's like, that does sound like a step up. All right. My, uh, he left some idols over there. Grab those. And uh, can you take this? Yeah, don't forget. Yeah, make sure you ones. take all my shit. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, and they march off. No, nope. having and they get away. Good, yeah. yeah. So it says they get away from distant, uh, a good distance from Micah's house, and uh, basically all the Micah's neighbors, all these like men going their own way out in the woods, right? These frontiersmen, pseudo Ephraimites. Yeah, they band together to go after the Danites because they're like, hey, you know, he fucks with one of us, he fucks with all of us, right? You got it. When you live out on the on the fringe like that, you got to kind of, even though you're a loner. You got to band together. This is like I feel like this is like when you push a nerd down, you know. And all the nerds come after you. And all the nerds come after you. Like you're just like. Well, it's more like whenever you stab a chicken in Zelda. <laughs> okay, I guess it's like that. I th- <laughs> I think the thing is that the chickens in Zelda can actually do some shit. They actually are scary. But yeah. this is like when you push one pussy down, and then like seventeen rise up, and they're like, oh, and you're like, what are you guys gonna do? Like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like we just wanted to show up and so show moral support, but ultimately we are cowards. So Micah's crew, they they catch up with them, all these these like hill people, catch up with them, surround them, and uh, overtakes Dan. It says, and the Danites say, "Whoa, what's what's wrong with you? Why are you guys out? Why are you dressed to fight? Yeah, what's all what's this happening? about? <laughs> what's 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 your and, fucking problem, bro?" And so of course Micah's like, "You took my my household gods, all my silver. You took my priest, and you ran off with it all." Uh, how are you going to ask me what's the matter with me? You fucking know what's up. Like, this is a stupid line of questioning, right. which I'm excited about this because I feel like this is the first time in the, that the Bible wasn't dumb about something like this. Yeah. I, I feel like it's like it's going on with that analogy. It's like someone broke in your house, took all your shit, then took your wife, and then, like, you chase yeah. him down, and she's just in the back seat getting railed, and the guy's like, what? Okay, I don't, we didn't need that part. What do you want? And he's like, yeah. what, what do you mean what I want? Yeah, what's your fucking problem? Like, it, you You're sodomizing my, my wife. He's like, and? <laughs> why, why is this so descriptive? Why did you have to do that part? They could have just stole a TV. <laughs> no, it's got to be darker. But anyway. Oh, my God. I hate you. So he, of course, says, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And the Danites, of course, having 600 men say, look, uh, don't make us kill you. Yeah, like, like, yeah. We don't want to. I don't want to kill you. Yeah. Like, listen, bro. Listen, I I love it. Uh, Judges 18.25. And the children of Dan said to Micah, do not let your voice be heard among us, lest angry men fall upon you and you you lose your life with the lives of your household. So they straight up just flex on him. They're like, you know what, man? You better fucking watch your goddamn tone because I will cut your fucking face off. I feel like something like this has probably happened a thousand times in the Middle East with U.S. troops. Can't you see it? <laughs> they just take some like they're going through a little and... town. They steal some shit. I, I, they, they. I'm struggling for they, the analogy because I know I've seen some movie where exactly this happens. With I like, feel like Three Kings, maybe. 
where they like take some dude's well, wife Clooney. and the dude has to watch the men who robbed him and beat him up also fuck his wife and he's like, oh, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, it sucks. It's really fucked up. He's a cuck. But the Danites are going to get theirs, right? <laughs> uh, and then the children of Dan just left him. And when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his house. Little bitch. Uh, all that money. Hmm. Yeah. It just goes to show. So the Danites, uh, <laughs> after they had taken his shit and his priest, um, go to Laish to a people quiet and secure. And they struck yeah. them with the edge of the sword and burned the city with fire. Um, what's Judges 18.28? Do you have any context on that? I really didn't understand it. It says there was no deliverer because it was far from Sidon. I guess they're saying that yeah, there was no deliverer. Yeah, we relief. already talked about this. They're an offshoot of like Sidonians. What the fuck does deliverer mean? A savior. Someone to uh, rescue them. So, so they're ba- basically, yeah, they're so far away from like the rest of the Sidonians, Sidonites, whatever the fuck, that... There's no chance of them being rescued. So it's just them. They're alone with some scary-ass Israelis. Mm-hmm. Israelites, I suppose. Have very little so, respect for personal property. Yeah. So they get completely butchered, right? Just sacked. Uh-huh. And the city was uh, was taken over. And now that it says the Danites burn it all down, but then they rebuilt it and settled there. And they named it Dan after their ancestor. God, these guys Dan. are such fucking pricks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a horrible place. Nah. So it used to be called Leish. Now it's Dan. They set it up. They set, they use the they have uh, the priests there. They got the idols they stole from Micah, and everything's good to go. Uh, they Hell yeah, s- and they set up as their priest Jonathan, the son of Gershom, so Moses's grandson. Ugh. Wait, yeah, Gershom yeah. was Moses's son, and Jonathan yeah. is Gershom's son. They call him the yeah. son of Manasseh in my Bible, but apparently that's a uh, there was a big issue where people were saying Manasseh, Moses, whatever, like interchangeably. But um, Manoses. Manoses. And his sons were priests to the tribe of Dan until the day of the captivity of the land. I don't know what they're talking about. Some foreshadowing. That's sweet. Yeah. Uh, so they set for themselves Micah's carved image, what he had made, all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh. <laughs> so it's kind of one last final thing that all, all these men are fighting over a bunch of fucking idols and fake gods and all this misery and terror that's being forced by the Danites is, but also the whole time God was just in Shiloh, like, what's going on over there? It's contraband. Yeah. yeah. It's fake gods. I think um, my Bible kind of states this, and I know if you're... Um, it's kind of implied that them taking those idols, and I guess this was sort of par for the course at the time, that those idols to Micah were literally yeah. their gods. So the fact yes. that Dan household gods, yeah, the fact that Dan, like we, like we saw with um, Laban. was it Jacob when he was Laban. fleeing Laban? Laban, yeah. yeah. He's like, you guys got my gods, which which is yeah. kind of a interesting difference that when God creates His commandments. He's like, no idol shall exist for me. I think that's part of the reason is is that he's like, no, I don't have a physical presence because physical presences, presences can be fucked with. You know, I'm not the kind sure. of God that can just be taken from you. I'm not the kind of God that can be burned or, or thrown into a fucking lake or something. You can't just shove me up your own ass, you know? Yeah. You can jerk me off, though. Right. Obviously. Obviously. But, uh, uh, you know, the whole yeah. point is that they're they're all fighting over these carved images as if they're like, oh, this we've got a God here. we got to take care of this shit. But. They're, they're fighting over. Uh, <laughs> to, to they're basically fighting over. Um, like if you t- if you wanted some like black market, uh, unofficial Marvel Cinematic Universe T-shirts, 
but the shirts were made by like putting the characters through every language in Google Translate and seeing what came out the other side. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bunch of guys fighting over there, like, oh, holy shit, they have a, uh, they have a, uh, the green monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, it's like holy shit! They've got Meryl Streep's Emmy, and it just says like <laughs> Meryl Street, and they're like, "Fight her, oh, get it, get it!" And, like Meryl Streep's at home holding her Emmy right now. Like, uh, it counts. Yeah, this is it the counts. same shit. Uh, that's Judges eighteen. Yeah, that's the whole damn chapter. Right. I don't. And really... So we're on to nineteen. New story. We're done with Micah. Yeah. So that Which was I... that was the story of Micah. Judges nineteen is another uh my bible calls these what do they call these um vignette yeah well these are all so basically the idea that that uh kugel points to is that someone is trying to set up the case for a king here and this was all being written probably around the time that they were instating kings and they're they want to make it seem like it was a good idea to have one so they're they have these little stories that are probably they probably were passed around right some version of the story and they just compiled it into a little anthology that was, you know, judges, right? The closest thing they had in their past to a king. Right. Hey, let's show how it was good with them, bad without them. We need a central leader. Right. Um, to me, we, you know. To, so it's like, a, it's like a clip show of like all the yeah. horrors that happened. Like, we really need some leadership, you guys. Yeah. Because they keep harping on It's like on a it. horrible political ad. To me, it yeah. To me, it's like when like uh, Trump was pushing all those little stories about like illegal immigrants shooting. Like, did you guys yeah, hear yeah, that yeah. one illegal immigrant shot one white lady in LA? He's like, we have to build a fucking $10 billion yeah. wall to keep this. The sound of a billion pearls being collected. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, like, did you hear that one white lady got shot by an illegal immigrant? And they're like, let's fucking... Yep, yep, yep. So, chapter 19. We're talking about, what? Verse 1. In those days, Israel had no king. So, it's still going <laughs> what is on. Your, what is your Bible title this chapter? A Levite and his concubine, uh, which, yeah. yikes. The whore of a Levite that's like, is kind of, mine calls That's like if they called uh, that movie Hostel a vacation. <laughs> 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 Although, I guess Hostel is innocent sounding enough until you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it doesn't really work. Yeah. Regardless. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is called a Road Trip. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think there was a horror movie also called Road Trip. That was a. Uh, it had a. No, that's the, the guy from Fast and movie. Furious. No, Road Trip is the one. Isn't Road Trip the one with like Tom Green or something? No, I don't fucking know. Anyways, um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Judges nineteen, the Levite's concubine. Uh, and just to reiterate, we really need a king, you guys. I mean, oh yeah, we no. should have a king. Was... Guess what happens when you don't have a king? Yeah. Uh, uh, in these days, there was a certain Levite. I don't know why I always said that. Like there was a certain man or a certain Levite or a certain Ephraimite. Like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. Sure, yeah, sure, great. Um, your uh, your disappointment is noted. <laughs> put it in, but anyway, the there's a note. certain Levite staying in the remote mountains of a frame again. I don't know what's going on. Some kind of hick town up in the mountains of a frame. There's something weird going well, on. Well, some hill people. Kugel gave us a little bit on that. Um, it's hill country. Hill country is always the last place to be taken over. So you'll notice they have the high ground. he goes up, he like waxes very historical on look at the Basque people, look at uh, the Swiss. You get these like really interesting cultures that kind of hold against everything around them uh-huh. um, that happens in these higher up places because they're more defensible and they're usually kind of like the weird. The right? Turkish people of the steppes and shit like that. Exactly, exactly. 
I don't know about that. I, don't, I said exactly. I have no clue what you're talking about. Oh, but yeah, uh, we don't have the time <laughs> to go know. into the uh, the Turkish defenses of the steppes in World War One. No, we probably shouldn't. Russian. But anyway, I said Basque and Swiss. I don't know why that wasn't enough. <laughs> I don't even know who the fuck the Basque are. Who the fuck they're are the Basque? The, the Pyrenees or whatever oh. between uh, Spain and France. Oh, right. they, they're like it's a really weird language. They We're speak. all on the same page. Anyway, no Mount, hill people from. are tough shit. Yeah, yeah. Hence the movie. The hills have eyes. Right. Um, okay, so the guy lives in Ephraim. He's a Levite, right? So he's of the priest class, or at least the priest uh, tribe. Yeah, and he, and, and he takes uh, a whore for a wife. Well, he took a he took a concubine. It doesn't say a whore. Uh, what's the difference? A concubine is a is like an extra wife. It's like a wife that's a step below your normal wife. I'm gonna look up the definition of concubine. But it's monog. It's not monogamous. It's monogamous for her. It's not <laughs> it had better be. A concubine is just a. Lower wife. Uh, it's like a, tier, a, a woman. Tier two okay, wife. so a woman who lives with a man but has lower status than his wife or wife. So yeah, all right. Wow, so, I didn't say anything like that. I know you I... did, but I just wanted to make sure we had the fucking. Okay, whatever. well, how about from now on? We trust me. Oh, that's not really I feel like happen. the audience would like that. <laughs> all right. And that's who so it's a sub wife. I think that's really going to come into play here because well, you'll see. Uh, yeah, it probably will. <laughs> but it says she was unfaithful to him. Not. In that she was sleeping around with anyone, but instead that she was unfaithful to him because I'm assuming he was a prick. Is that the subtext here? Uh, I don't know. He We're had gonna to have uh, as we get to the end of the story, he doesn't seem like a particularly good dude. No. Uh, spoiler alert! But anyway, <laughs> the point is she played the harlot against him. Uh, I, I, the way it says, I think. So basically, what she does is she flees. And goes to her father's house in Bethlehem, hence the Bethlehem yeah. trilogy. Um, Indeed, and was there four whole months. So it calls her. She says she played the harlot against him and went away from him to her father's house. So I think part of it is is just like, you know, like when women are like fleeing a domestic abuser. Yeah, but in the old that's called being a whore if you're in the Bible. Yeah, like the cops were like, "What are you doing? He's your husband. You took a vow. But like he hits me every night. You took a vow." Like, all right, I guess it's I'm insane that like the bit. idea of not of not wanting to be raped by your husband counts as being a whore. Yeah, like I'm I sorry. Just, wow. Do you just the, do, the, do you want to piss off God? God would rather you get raped than violate the sanctity of marriage. I mean, that's literally some FLDS shit right there. Like yeah. fundamental Latter Day Saints. I don't know that's that we've like ever talked about their this, but, jam. but what do you think God enjoys? Like, what do you think God's cooler with, marital rape or gay marriage? Why, how be, could you even ask that question? Gotta be marital rape. He loves that he shit. He loves marital rape. Yeah, he's all it's about his it. Bread and butter. Yeah, that's his, that's how he's like. He's like, how are you going to make children as much as the sands if you can't hold her down? But, but it's funny because gay marriage, I would say, is also his bread and butter in that he throws it into a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's also one of the reasons why Trump is one of the most godly men on the planet. <laughs> Yeah, loves marital dude, rape. Actually, I stand by that. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I sure that was going mid last. Like, no, so the husband arose and went after her to speak kindly to her and bring her back. It really sounds like he beats her, and then she oh, leaves. Yeah. And now he's like, he's he's like, okay, baby, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. And and there becomes more and more evidence of that fact as we as the yeah. story continues. Like I think I think that's the play here is that he finally hit her too many times. The subwife. And she went to go yeah. live with her father, and he's like, oh, baby, come on, get in the car. Just come on. Come now, it's on. important here, when he goes to get her, he goes with, he has a servant with him and two donkeys. 
So it's, I don't know, someone's going to not have a donkey on the way back, but that's neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. He gets there, and his father-in-law basically says, hey, come in, stay a while. I'm your father-in-law. Hey. But what is it? Because he's really not her, he's really not the father-in-law. He's like the father and concubine or whatever. I mean, mine specifically calls him the father. The father of the young woman. Mine does too. Now his father-in-law, but they're married. It's a sub-wife. Yeah, so he's a (laughs) sub-father-in-law. It's weird. You got to, I mean, think about it. Right. Let's you go and you marry a woman and she becomes your concubine. Let's say we have concubines. Sure. So you've got like a harem. Right. That's a harem is concubines. Right right, right, right. Right. You've got ten wives, but they're all like meh. You have your one good wife. Right. Your bottom Our kids bitch. are going to inherit. Right. And then you got all these sub wives. Right. They're dads. You don't give a shit about them, right? You only care about the real father in law. You probably don't give too much a shit about them because I mean, what can they really do? It's not. like – I'm assuming they're like poor people, but right? It, it and you're like, hey, I, I thought the point was that the father was glad to meet him. He was, but the, I feel like the father doesn't like him, but I think that the Levite, being a Levite especially, is a powerful man-ish. I, I think it's like... The dynamic feels that I way. I think it's like... So I used to work at that company. I don't want to say their name, but I fucking hated them. I hated the boss. I hated the whole company. I hated everyone I worked yeah, with. Yeah. Um, it was a sub job. It was a fucking... Those people <laughs> were shit. Um, but Good. my right. parents visited me once. And they're uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, meeting the boss and like shaking it. Like, yeah, this is my fucking boss. And like, I was like, he sucks. Don't worry now. But anyway, my point was is that they were still glad to meet him, even if we had, you know, like, I think, I think no matter what, this is the guy railing your daughter. You know, he, yeah. her life is in his hands. You would want to meet him and know him, you know. I, I agree with you, but I also feel like there is a certain amount of that this guy has to kind of respect the Levite. Like, whereas. Maybe. Okay, let's say fast forward uh, into the future. You've got a daughter. She's getting beat. Right. Comes back to live with you. Right. Her husband shows up. Right. You're not going to fucking give him any lip unless maybe he was like the police chief. And then you're like, oh, hey, like, I don't, you know, things could go bad for oh, me yeah, if you, I don't. You came all the way over sm- here because a frame is yeah, not near Judah. It's not near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up in the fucking mountains. One of the hill people that married your daughter has come down. He's just sitting there like, hey, what's up? Yeah, and I think he's rich. He's got donkeys, you know, which has been a sign of uh, wealth wealth earlier. He's got a servant. He's got a concubine, which means he has at least a few wives, I would imagine. So he's a rich dude. I think he's a powerful figure, being a Levite as well, which is an important (laughs) tribe. So regardless. I bet you the father-in-law has, like, debt. And he's like, I really I already said regardless. (laughs) That's good. You might be onto something. So move it on. But the point is that the father is like, oh, shit. All right. And detained him for three days. So they ate, drank, and lodged there. Yeah. Detained as in tried to butter him up. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I think that's that's the context. Tried to butter him up, but also kept his daughter out of this dude's hands for as long as possible. Right. Which is the implication here. Because each time that they wake up and he's like, all right, I'm leaving today. And the father's like, come on, like, stay, have a drink. Oh, do you know what? It's already the afternoon. Sun's going down soon. Stay another night. Yeah. And it goes on for a total of five days. Yeah, it, it repeats over and over again that uh, that this dude, this Levite, gets up early like, all right, let's fucking get out of here. He's like grabbing her by the wrist. And the dad's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. We let's have some lunch. breakfast. Let's have some wine. Yeah. What are we doing? Chill out. And then like. They drink and get fucked up long enough that he's like, dude, it's almost dark. Why are you even, you know, what do you, you just start a trip in the middle of the night and get the fucking back in bed. Yeah. And so this goes on for days. But finally, and again, it seems like a desperation play by the father of the concubine. This is just a wild ass story for one. Right here, the, seeing all this play out is like, it's honestly really good drama, I think. 
you know? Yeah. So on the fifth day, whatever that's worth, end of days. Um, yeah. He gets drunk in the morning. He's like hanging out and it's like almost nighttime. And the father's like, what are you doing? The day is now drawing toward evening. Please spend the night with me. Like he'd been doing. Yeah. Uh, and lodge here. And tomorrow you go home, you know? Yeah. And the guy was like, nope, I will not do that. I'm getting the fuck out of here. So he rose yeah. and departed and came to Jebus. He went towards Jerusalem, basically. Yeah. It's what Jebus is. Jebus, Jebus. Jebus, oh. that is Jerusalem. Are they the same thing? Is that two words for the same thing? Yes, Mine calls that's what it, it's yeah. saying. So he that's goes what to Jerusalem. That is, comma, Jerusalem means, in parentheses, oh, yes. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really bullying you today. Yeah, I, know. I feel What bad. the hell, man? What am I, like, <laughs> translating? Why do you fucking treat me this way? <laughs> okay, so he goes with his two donkeys and his servant and his concubine. And they're near Jebus, it says. Uh, and the day's almost gone, and so they need somewhere to sleep, right? There's some. So they try to. I was going to say, I think when we get into this. When I read it the first time, it didn't make sense to me. And then now knowing how it ends, a lot of the imagery is kind of creepy. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, it's a horror movie. This is a this is a horror story. Yeah, so straight up. So basically, this dude shows up, and they're trying to find lodging, but no one will lodge them. And it's eerie. So yeah, it's like it's like you're the new you're going through a town, right? You're on a road. Tri- it's the it's the horror movie where the family's going on the road trip and like. They're driving down Main Street, and all the shutters are closing, yeah. right? And the doors are locking. Um, it's creepy. And the servant is like, hey, let's go into the Jebusites. Let's live there. And the ma- this dude, the master, the the husband, is like, whoa, yeah. whoa. We're not – we're foreigners. I don't want to go into that city. I'm getting a real bad fucking vibe. And the servant's like, no, no, no. Let's go in there. Let's spend the night here, you know? Um, so they go in, but they can't find anyone to lodge them. And they're standing in the middle of the town square, and this old man comes upon them. Yeah. Again, perfect atmosphere right here. This is our Halloween episode, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, it is our Halloween episode. So (laughs) almost Judges 1916, this old man who's been working the field comes upon them and he sees that – I'm I'm trying to figure out what this is. Um, He sees a bunch of mountain folk coming in in the middle of this thing. Yeah. Hold on. Not foreigners, but, you know, travelers. And this old man is from Gibeah. So this old man is from a frame, the mountain. So he's from the same place as this dude, this Levite. Roughly, yeah. They're they're from the mountains of a frame, but the yes. people of the but, city. But he lives in Gibeah now. Yeah, yeah. He lives in uh, Jabus. No, he lives in Gibeah. It says the evening, an old man from the hill country of a frame who was living in Gibeah, right. where the Benjamites live, came in from this field, saw these guys, and said, "Hey, where are you going?" Where would you come from? What's what's your deal? You guys look lost, basically, because they were basically. Yeah, it seems worse. Yeah. So like, yeah, we're uh, on our way from Bethlehem and Judah. You know, we're going back to my remote, my like weird ass prepper lodge that I have in the hill country. Right. And uh, he's like, look, look, look. You're welcome at my home. You know, I see you got this this woman with you, the servant, your donkeys. You guys come over, uh, stay with me. Take care of you, right? This is a good dude, I think. Through this whole story, right? He's a good guy. Um, so so he sure. sees them and goes, okay, guys, whatever you do, do not be here in the center of the town square. Like, um, uh, And they're like, we're looking for a place to live. And he's like, no, come with me. Um, and 
the dude, the Levite, is like, yeah, it's fucking weird. You know, we're trying to find a place to stay. I have straw and fodder for my donkeys, bread and wine for myself. Everyone's taken care of. My servants are all good. We have no lack of anything, and we can't find anyone to take us in. And he's like, no, 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 trust me. Come stay with me, only do not spend the night in the open square. Because he knows that the Benjamites are assholes. Yeah. So it's the implication. So he brings them all these people into the house, and he washes their feet, and they ate and drank. Um, it doesn't say that. It said they washed their feet. It says twenty one. They washed their feet and ate and drank. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna argue. He didn't do it for them, but they eat. They wash their feet. They get cleaned up, right? You gotta have clean feet. You're staying in someone's house. Um, and sure enough, what happens while they're uh, enjoying themselves, relaxing, kicking off the dirt from travel? Some of the wicked men of the city surrounded the house. They come up. They pound on the door. They're shouting at the old man. What do they shout? Hey. Bring out the man who came to your house so we can have sex with him. Yeah. Bring out, we saw you got a guy in there. We want to fuck his ass. <laughs> Literally. That is exactly what they want to do. Uh, so the owner comes out. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Well, it's it's an interesting. So we're basically retelling the story of Lot. Pretty close. So so the man. Yeah. No angels this time. Yeah, no angels this time. <laughs> a lo, a, a, an angelless Lot story. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> so, There's no The Rock and Jason Momoa. Yeah. Uh, so the man and the master of the house are going out there like, guys, 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 what the fuck are you doing? Don't try to break in this house. Don't try to fuck us. You know, like, don't do not do this evil. And the yeah. master of the house goes, look, I have a virgin daughter. And the dude's like, and I have a concubine. Do fuck unto me. them whatever you want. Let me bring them out. And here, uh, this is fucking metal. Uh, 1924, humble them. And do with them as you please, but to this man, do not do such a vile thing. What in the fuck? So, the idea here is that, as far as I can tell, the Bible is setting up the old man as the good guy. And the Levite is the The Benjamites is the bad guys. Obviously, the Benjamites are still the bad guys. Right. All right? No matter what your – I don't care what your stance is, unless you're literally a Viking, the Benjamites are the bad guys. They are trying to fuck this dude, rape this guy. Right. But what the hell is our protagonist doing saying, no, 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 don't rape this one man. Instead, rape my daughter and the man's wife. And the man's like, here yeah, you go. I have a wife. That's This is the equivalent of like a gecko ripping off his tail so he can scurry out in the woods. You know, like, yeah, yeah but that. if its tail was another gecko. <laughs> <laughs> if his tail was his wife, then you would have about basically the same way the Bible views this woman. And his dude, that dude's virgin daughter. I have a not that I mean matters if she's a virgin or not. It's still fucked up. But like, <laughs> she's a kid, right? right? Right. He's like, listen, man, don't fuck this dude who randomly showed up into my house. Um, uh, fuck my virgin daughter, and then fuck his wife. Um, just don't do such a vile thing. Not to men. Not to men. You know. But the men are, will not listen. Right. The crowd is. Frothing. Well, yeah, they're horrible. So what do they do? The Levite takes his concubine and pushes her out the door and then shuts and locks the door. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's like that scene from like the Flintstones <laughs> where he, like, the, the saber tooth just throws Fred Flintstone out the street and it shuts the door. He's like, Wilma! But it's going to get a lot worse. <laughs> but it's but it's definitely not a Flintstones cartoon. Yeah. So so as a sort of a uh, – I don't even know if the pe- word peace offering is how I would describe it. As a scapegoat. The, rape offering? Yeah, a rape offering. The man throws – he's like, oh, fuck, I'm, we're in a tight spot. We're in a tight spot. And he throws his wife out into the street, slams the door and 
Uh, I'm just going to read it from the Bible here in case you're wondering about the, the glorious word of God. Uh, yeah, do it. Judges 19.25. But the men would not heed him. So the man took his concubine and brought her out to them. And they knew her and abused her all night until morning. And when the day began to break, they let her go. So this little move is called an Indian bus ride. <laughs> Damn it! I yeah, you don't. Do I regret that. laughing at that. <laughs> I don't normally do, but fuck. All right, uh, move it on. Uh, so it's horrible. They, the woman spends her entire night being raped and beaten by these Benjamites, right? right. These Israel Israelites. These are not Philistines, okay? Right. These aren't some fucking weird foreign people that we're supposed to hate. These are not these some are peaceful Sidonians out in the woods. This is like the favorite child too. Right? Right. The, I mean, Benjamin was the blessed son. Right. They loved Benjamin. Yeah. So these are the the cream of the crop, raping and beating a man's wife. The man comes out in the morning, and she's laying at the doorstep where they left her. Yeah. This, and the implication, it doesn't say it, but the implication is that she's dead. Yeah. The woman came as the day was dawning and fell down at the door of the man's house where her master was till it was light. Um. Judges 19.27. When her master arose in the morning and opened the doors of the house and went out to go his way. Like, he's just like, oh, time to go. Time to get on the old dusty trail. He opens the door. Oh, there's my concubine. Fallen at the door of the house with her hand on the threshold. And uh, just to see how much he cared. Judges 19.28. And he said to her, get up. We got to get the fuck out of here. Go. Get up. Mine just says, yeah, get up. Let's go. Yeah. But there was, but there no, was answer. no answer. <laughs> <laughs> so she's dead. I'm imagining him just like with a shoe, just kind of like kicking her face a little bit. Like, come on, get up. <sighs> God damn it. Get up. This shit is horrible. It, he, so the horror movie has come. This is the, the end of it. There's no, there's no like good. He, end. This is a horrible. He approaches ending. her like a father trying to get his kid ready for school. Like, get up. I'm not going to say it again. Shaking the bed. I'm going to fucking pour cold water on you. <laughs> Sorry, dad. I was raped and beaten all night. He's like, because you gave me to yeah. a pack like, of How are you rapists. confused at what's going on here? So he, what he do, does is he throws her on his donkey. Pretty callous, but whatever. And uh, rides back home. Yeah. He and his servant. He's like, he's like, God, never bring a woman on a road trip. It's always trouble. They got to stop every five <laughs> minutes for the bathroom. <laughs> you know? Perfect, like, perfect joke. <laughs> it's always like, I'm hot. It's I'm cold. Like, what a fucking surprise, you know? I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> God, God, always making uh, us late. Uh, like, how much fucking time do you need to be there on that street? So this piece of shit, who is the hero of our story, I don't know. Yep. He gets home, and the horror movie continues. He gets home, he takes out a knife, and cuts her into 12 pieces, limb from limb, and sends her to all 12 tribes of Israel. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. So I, it's such a jarring disposition. I don't even know what I'm reading. So she gets raped to death. He's like, get on the fucking donkey. Let's go. Yeah, it's a fu- I can't believe I got to throw her myself. And he throws under. And the second he gets home, he just starts chopping her up like a fucking serial killer. Yeah. So the idea, again, this highlights, I think, more than anything. That's the end, right? So basically, people see it happen. They see the parts. Well, let's, and it says let's the Israelites. Well, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It goes to all of Israel, because I want to circle back. It goes to all of Israel, and they say, Such a thing has never been seen or done, not since the day the Israelites came out of Egypt. Just imagine. We must do something. So speak up. I don't even know what they're talking about doing. He's I a guess against Thumbberg the Benjamites. character. He is. 
But instead of just being autistic, he cut his wife into 12 pieces. <laughs> Probably still kind of autistic. Yeah, a I had bit. to guess. I don't know. The point is... It takes some Bobby Fischer intensity the, to chop up your wife. This is, this is the level of agency or respect or whatever that the Bible gives to women. This is important right here. Yeah. The Bible is setting up that women are just property. That if someone defiles your woman, it's your job to cut her into pieces to show people what was done wrong to you, right? And no, there is not even a scintilla of of grief for yeah, this. Yeah, he's woman. like, do you see the way the Benjamites treat personal property? That's exactly what happens here. She is first a bartering point piece to save his ass, and then once she's been used up and and sacrificed for him. She's just something to be cut into pieces and displayed as evidence of how hard of a trip he had. Guys, you don't understand. And like, she's a, it's crazy that. Well, who gives a fuck about Jesus getting nailed to a cross? Then, oh, he had a pretty good. <laughs> like this woman, uh, yeah. How was that? Or I don't know, man. This this shit sickens me. Like this, it's insane that this is what's. How many people I th- base their fucking lives on this I book? I think to the this Bible's to credit. No. Uh, <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> I, I think to the Bible's credit, this story is just a show of how wicked and depraved Israel has become. And I, I but don't the Benjamites. Think, I, I, it's ju- I think the Benjamites the are definitely chapter. the villain. I, I, Did you read ahead at all? No. They're the only villains. Oh, really? Okay, well, yes. so, so so the Bible's interpretation is that this is just a sign of how evil Benjamin was, that they had this evil Spo- town. Spoiler alert, chapter 20 for me is titled, The Israelites Punish the Benjamites. Uh, well, yeah, but uh, there's going to be, some, there's gonna be some, some repercussions from this. The whole point is that he chops her up. The old man was the good guy, though. Yeah. And the old man was not a good guy, but he was the good well, guy. Well, I mean, that's kind of how they did it with Lot. When Lot was like, please, fuck my daughters. They're like, oh, yes, Lot, in all his glory. They, they, the Bible completely sidesteps that whole, being like, well, that wasn't bad, you know. Thank God the angels were yeah, there. But that's my point, He did though, his best. This... What, a, what a wise and just man Lot was, being like, don't fuck these angels, least... fuck my kids. Yeah, at least that's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the implication, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, guys, 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 don't do sodomy to men. That's going to piss God off. Please, just rape to death this woman and my rape daughter. Rape and kill you know. my daughter if you want. Can you just get I don't, you don't even need her, but you can. He's nagging women. How, uh, he's probably been begging for a fucking... Like, every time every time she starts acting up and put he's, on too much makeup, he's like, I swear to God, they're one phone call away. I know, I know a lot of Benchmites just down the road. <laughs> uh so yeah he chops her up and sends her all over the nation so that people can know what happened but honestly a letter probably would have been good too i don't need a fucking hand well that's what the it's funny because then that's what the british did with william wallace right Uh, i don't know why that's funny i was just thinking about it i'm not even sure is that the guy from braveheart yeah that's what they did with them in real life they quartered drawn he was drawn and quartered and then they sent his like pieces to cross England to something. I don't know. Imagine getting Anyways, that cock in the mail. They learned it from this. <laughs> I don't think they did the penis. I don't think that's part. Of, whenever you quarter someone, a penis isn't a quarter of you. It's got to go to one of the parts. No, Who got I the torso? Just leave it. I don't know. Well, that's not a obviously. Quarter. Obviously, if you're going to cut up a woman in twelve someone? pieces, part of it's the hip, the nipple. What the fuck? Did you say the nip? I said the the hip. 
Oh, the hip. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said the nip. I'm like, yeah, the nip's going to be in there. <laughs> just, Two of them. just get it. It's like, is that, like, it's like, it's like is it, did he use a nipple as a postage stamp? That's <laughs> God damn, what is it's going on in Gibeah? <laughs> Gibeah's weird, man. Yeah, some fucking weird people. Uh, so, yeah. this is another one of those episodes that we can wrap up with, I think, the words, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. Uh, yeah, a great story i guess about the them raping a woman to death fuck man this was the part i I don't know i don't know how it happened but as i was just like scanning through judges uh i got to the part and they knew her and abused her all night until morning i was like ooh, i don't want to get to that part of the bible whatever the fuck that's about jesus but in case you're wondering I was going to say, I, I know we've talked about this some time, but you said you can point to any verse and talk about how it's going to make you a better Christian. What are you going to do with that one? I don't know, man. <laughs> I think I what it's know. telling me is that I have to increase my relationship with God and not give in to the carnal pleasures of man. I mean, obviously, one of the takeaways here is that be ready to sacrifice your children, right? We already did that. Right. We already had a daughter killed. Mm-hmm. Now it's like also if you don't – if for whatever reason you didn't already sacrifice your kids to God, be ready to give them to rapists. Right, right, right. right? It's good to have – Imagine how awesome it was to be a pedophile here. Uh, you just show up and knock on the door like, I want to rape you. They're like, have my kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just You just got to bang on a door hard enough and flex and they're like, that guy looks pretty tough. We better just let him have her. Yeah, that's probably Yikes. why they have concubine wives in the first place. It's a, it's the, it's the chaff for the heat. It's for the teat seeking missiles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a ballast. Just clear it. I think it's just more homophobic propaganda. It's definitely homophobic and disrespectful to women from at the same time unwoke, in almost equal amounts. Yeah, from this unwoke piece of shit. Actually, I'm going to say there's a little heavier on the misogyny. I'm going to take <laughs> it's pretty heavy on the misogyny. I like that. I like that these people are so evil. They're not even strictly gay. They're just like, yeah, all right, we'll take what we can get. A hole's yeah. a hole. Can we at least praise this episode, these three chapters, for not having anything strictly anti-misogynation? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like that the misogyny. We had that good last. Guy. We had that last episode, but none this yeah, yeah, episode. Good. So that's it's good. Baby steps. Yeah, good. 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 <laughs> uh, I like how the Bible kind of implies that she's fucking asking for it. You know, like to me, it's like when the cops oh, by calling her the harlot. Yeah. On, to me, think? it's like when the cops shoot a guy, and they're like, "But we found weed in his apartment." You're like, "Ooh, he probably deserved it." You know? Yeah. They're like, "Oh, he got caught. Uh, he got caught stealing a candy bar about seven years ago <laughs> yeah, when he yeah, was yeah, twelve. Like, in case so. you were wondering what justified this horrific act I put upon them, uh, they might not have lived a perfect life. In case you were wondering. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, that I mean, that is really what happens every time. Yeah. Kind of yeah they're like, oh, but we found a half. We we found that he was eating Twix from the middle out. And everyone's like, what? Fucking that death was too good for him." <laughs> Bring him back to life. What was he so doing in his home all unarmed and shit? Fucking get him. Oh. We yeah. found that he would eat so anyways, Oreos by licking the innards and then throwing away the Okay, that's plenty of that. <laughs> You're going to be sick. The uh, point, I think, here is that you need a king. Yeah, right? A king would have stopped all yeah, this. Like, Kings notoriously don't rape. Build the wall. <laughs> like, this would keep all those illegals out. Well, I mean, but that's the problem. There's no The wall doesn't help here. This is one of the Philistines, man. Yeah, one of them Philistines. It's the J- Benjaminos. The Benjamite. Terrible. Are we allowed to be anti-Semitic against these Benjamites? Yes. Okay, great. Because it's just against the Benjamites. Right. It's anti-Benjamite. 
anti-Bingetic. I would send them back. <laughs> okay. Back to what? I mean, so they were back at, to Egypt. In their defense, in their defense, they were in their hometown when they killed and raped that woman. So, oh yeah. Well, then it's probably just, send them back to Egypt. It's probably just house rules, you know. Yeah. Honestly, you just don't fuck with the Benjamites. Really, doesn't. I mean, Europe did send them back after World War II mm-hmm. to Israel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's a mess. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. I really hate it, man. I, I'm sorry, y'all. I was wondering what I'm going to read to my Whew. kids when they grow up. I was. I was wondering, like, uh, so I have a question. This just kind of brings me up. So, were you the one that was telling me that your dad would read the Bible to you? I mean, yeah. Did he ever read the story? I guess. Was this part of it? No. No. Okay. No, I've never heard this story before. I, like, all straight up. I was. Um, I remember I was on some Reddit post or something more like that where the guy was like am i the asshole that uh whenever my grandkids come to visit the parents don't push religion on them but i always i, I sit them down and i read the bible to them every night and everyone was like cheering i'm like oh good you got to get to them somehow he's like i'm gonna build a baby christian in here you know blah blah and i, I just yeah. imagine i'm trying to think except for maybe like adam and like the other stories unless you paraphrased them and skipped all the bullshit that's in there you know that we cover um yeah i just can't imagine covering judges really I don't understand how people tell the story of well, Samson I mean, or people tell this story. There's been, a, yeah. yeah, there's been a lot. There's a lot about Samson, and I recognize a couple of the other little things, like the part, like Gideon. I knew about Gideon. I mean, Gideon had a cool story. You know, he was a little shrimpy kid, hundred soldiers and shit. Yeah. yeah, and like did the whole breaking the pots and the torch. Like that's a cool story, I, I guess. Yes, if you completely missed he the would, ending where he played God and then died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what are you gonna expect? <laughs> take? What you can get these these heroes of the faith. Yeah, well, you know, this is uh, this is why we're reading the Bible, guys. Because I honestly, I didn't want anyone else to have to read that, right? Yeah, is that why we're doing it? What's our Twitter handle? Our Twitter handle is at Irrevelations, uh, and if you want to send us an email, you can do that to irrevelationspodcast at gmail dot com. I'm gonna say this: if you're out there, you're listening to us, and you don't already, please respect women. They're people. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> Alle- right? uh, allegedly, I should say, for legal reasons. Back, back, back me up. <laughs> <laughs>